Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. Yeah. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. How about that? And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but (laughs) hardly duplicated. Straight up, this is our 36-year radio. Thank you for joining us on the longest-running fight show in history. Of course, today we're talking combat sports for the next hour live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, like a thousand other internet platforms, including the SB Nation Sports Network. I want to mention that. Straight up, we've got open phone lines all around the planet. If you want to join us in this hour, feel free. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio, or at least our makeshift studio. The number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Yeah, some boxing to talk about. Of course, MMA as well. Dana White going to get his fight island going. I sort of like the the concept of that, where he's going to get a bunch of fighters out on an island and medically screen them and keep them uh, in one, you know, I mean, keep them basically under one roof, under two different roofs. I guess the good guys and the bad guys are, are the two opponents aren't going to be sharing the same cottages or anything like that. But the bottom line is, if they put this fight island together right, it might be one of the better ideas that Dana White has come up with. I still don't think that um, crowds should be, you know, coming into arenas just yet, not till we know exactly what time it is with this virus. Straight up, you are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 plus years now. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Stay tuned for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I'll bring in the PhD of boxing, Socrates Palmer, in about 10, 15 minutes here. Of course, got lots of boxing notes to talk about straight up. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. But you know that. Now, let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention self-employed individuals, 1099 independent contractors, and small business owners. If you missed the first round of funding from the Coronavirus Relief Program, you now have a second chance. But do not delay. Funds are limited and you need to take action right now. Thanks to new federal funding, you can receive an advance of up to $10,000 deposited directly into your bank account without ever talking to a bank. We're SBAQuick.com, and we're here to help. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 to speak with a representative and learn if you or your small business qualify for funding. There's no obligation and no banks to deal with, so don't miss this opportunity. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. That's 888-SBA-NOW-8 or visit SBAQuick.com. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy esports app for player props, and they are currently offering contests for CSGO, Dota, and League of Legends matches. Choose five over-under props for a player's stats to build your lineup. The riskier your choices, the more your selection is worth. They've already awarded over $1.2 million, so rack up the most points for your chance to share the prize pool. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Use a promo code AI at sign up today for an instant free $10 credit. That's Thrive Fantasy with the promo code AI. Come prop up now. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Get things ripping. The mighty tower of power. Straight up Adrian Broner, of course, kid out of Cincinnati, Ohio, following in the footsteps of Aaron the Hawkfire. Not really, folks, of course, coming from the same town, but just doesn't got his head on his shoulder. Now he's talking about $10 million and all this kind of good stuff as far as people wanting him to come back and fight. Listen, there's only three people that want to see Adrian Brown ever fight again. They are the three girls he impregnated. They want their child support. Straight up outside of that, nobody wants to see Adrian Brown ever fight again. Felix Stern, remember him? The guy that got the shaft. Actually, he should have got the elevator, but he got the shaft and said when he won that penthouse fight against Oscar De La Hoya in 2004. I mean, he won. There was no doubt about it. I was there. He won and of course, I made some money on that one because the next fight was with Bernard Hopkins. We can get to that. It's another story for another day. But Felix Stern got in some trouble with the uh, German tax authorities. He's been sentenced to three years in prison 
for tax evasion. What he did was he stashed about a million euros. I don't know what a euro is to a buck nowadays. Haven't been to Europe in a while. But he stashed a million euros in his Swiss bank. He didn't tell anybody about it. And evidently the Germans got all pissed off about it. And they sentenced one of their national heroes to three years in the slam. Bottom line is he was a good fighter, not a great fighter, but he deserved that fight against De La Hoya. I thought no doubt about it. Of course, it set up the Hopkins fight. Of course, and everybody, the Bernard Hopkins fight, which was in 2004 with De La Hoya, of course, Hopkins would win with a stoppage there in the ninth round. Um, everybody bet De La Hoya. I mean, there was nobody in line to collect bets after the fight. I kid you not, I was the only one collecting on that one. And you know I don't bet fights. I bet sure things. And that was a sure thing. Bernard Hopkins was going to beat Oscar De La Hoya. But Sturm, in the slam for three years, we wish him the very uh, best. Because, you know, jail's not good. No matter even if you're a celebrity. Speaking of jail, Tyson Fury's not in jail. He's rocking and rolling. Of course, the world heavyweight champion. (laughs) Deontay Wilder might as well be in jail. I mean... Those abysmal losses, a pair of them, of course. I thought he lost the first fight. They called it a draw, but that was a gift if there ever was one. I'm talking about, of course, that fight at the Staples Center, the rematch in Las Vegas. Of course, man, Deontay Wilder got spanked. He got punked. I mean, he's the only heavyweight champion, the only heavyweight, I remember, the only heavyweight champion in history, according to my historians, ever been punked out and knocked down with a body shot. I mean, come on, man. I was, come on, getting knocked down with a body shot. I mean, that's something... That's not, that's not something you brag about. I mean, getting knocked down by a body shot. You never hear a guy saying, yeah, I got knocked down by a body shot. Guess what, man? That means you didn't have your elbows in. You don't have your boxing foundation together. And that's the problem with Wilder. Of course, talking about ten, trimming Team Wilder, the 2004 Olympic bronze medal, of course, out of Mobile, Alabama, the boxing hotbed. The man, of course, that brought the 1984 Olympic gold medalist, Mark Breland, into his camp as his trainer. And Breland's a good guy, but Breland's not an assertive guy. Breland's one of those guys that, He's a yes man. I mean, that's what that's what Wilder's surrounding himself with a whole lot of yes men. And and now he's talking about what do you say is I'm getting rid of all the snakes, getting rid of all the snakes, sucker. And I mean that in a nice way. Um, if you want to get rid of all the snakes, you're getting rid of all the yes men. I mean, bottom line is you have no foundation. You have, I mean, boxing basics: a jab, no jab. Combination doesn't throw much more than the right hand. Meaning he's a one punch type of guy. Does he have any footwork? Um, he's clumsy like a guy trying to dance with two left feet. What can I tell you? And his chin ain't all that good because, you know, I mean, he took a couple shots there and bang, bang, he didn't do so well. And of course, getting punked out by that body shot, I still can't get away from that. I mean, if I had ever been punked out by a body shot, knocked down by a body shot, I don't think I'd ever mention the fact that I was a boxer again. It's just like the ultimate, the ultimate in insult, somebody knocking you down with a body shot, especially when you're so called the world heavyweight champion. So anyway, the clown is talking about trimming his team. What he should do, what he should do is hire an all-new team. And I don't mean guys that say, hey, Deontay, man, you're the greatest. No, no, you're just the latest, man. It's the latest Smo that's trying to make it in the world of boxing as a heavyweight boxer here in the talent-starved United States. I mean, when it comes to United States boxers, we just don't have it anymore. We just don't. I mean, Mexico's kicking ass. People laugh. <laughs> Puerto Rico, no doubt about it, pound for pound capita. Per capita, Puerto Rico's producing better fighters than we are. We just don't have the hunger here anymore. It just isn't here. I mean, you got kids that, I told you a couple of years ago, I tried to get a couple of guys into boxing or guys that said to me, hey, you know what? I'd like you to train me. I know you've got a good pedigree and you've got a good resume and people talk about you know, you're an easy guy to work with. Yeah, right. Anyway, bottom line is I put them into camp, put them into little Pedro Fernandez camp. They couldn't hang. One guy lasted about two and a half weeks. The other guy lasted a month. Bottom line is, they couldn't hang, and they weren't doing what I was doing. I was asking them to do less than what I was doing, but I rose to the top. They, they're not going to rise to the top unless you push it beyond your, your limits and beyond your means. And some guys and some gals 
just don't have that. And I think Wilder is one of those guys. I think, it, you know, he's got by with that right hand and not good people. A lot of people are scared of him with that right hand. Big deal. If you can get away with the right hand, just like Muhammad Ali used to say, if you can't hit me, it don't it don't matter how hard you hit. And that's what it is with Wilder. He couldn't hit Fury. What did he hit Fury a couple of times in that first fight? Of course, got spanked in the first fight, got knocked out in the second fight. 19 rounds uh, with uh, Tyson Fury did Deontay Wilder go. And, of course, he lost 17 of those pretty convincingly. Straight up, not my favorite guy right now. And, of course, as I said, not the greatest, just the latest. People said to me, I've been dogging Brian Mitchell. I didn't dog Brian Mitchell. Of course, Brian Mitchell, the once-beaten world 130-pound champion out of South Africa. Of course, I televised him and interviewed televised a couple of his fights. I interviewed um, him on a number of occasions. Of course, 45 and one, three draws, 21 KOs. Remember, in 1991, we were up in... Sacramento, California, at the Arco Arena, televising one of his fights, of course, with Tony Lopez. I think that one was a draw over fifteen, over twelve rounds, and and Mitchell might have got to this, might have should have got the decision. And of course, they come back about six months later, and they did get the decision. But what I remember most about Brian Mitchell was calling his house in Cape Town, South Africa, and having the maid or the domestic help answer the phone in the nineteen eighties. Of course, apartheid was still big and rolling, big, big. Apartheid was a thing. White people were still in power. The black people, you know, they don't, 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 don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. So anyway, when she answered the phone and told me she was going to go get the master and see if the master was in, I said, "What? Yeah, the master? What are you talking about? What? Anyway, is she master? Oh, anyway. Bottom line is, I called her back one more time. Of course, this time I called her on the air with the tape recorder rolling and got her to say the same thing. And then Mitchell picked up the phone. And I said to Mitchell, I said, why did she call you master? And he tried to dance his way out of that. Bottom line is, Brian Mitchell, a hell of a fighter, no doubt about that, at 130 pounds. But, you know, not better than, 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 than uh, somebody said to me, he's only had one loss. Maybe he was the greatest fighter at 130 pounds. Come on, man, you got to be kidding me. Alexis Grail was, uh, what, from 1968 to 1995. Of course, had that little uh, the vacation in between from Managua, Nicaragua. Alexis went 77-8. He was, without a doubt, the greatest, I think, 130-pounder of all time. Asselino Freitas, number two, of course, out of Brazil, 41, uh, South America, 41-2, and two, Argentina and Brazil, somewhere in there. Bottom line is, he lost to Diego Corrales, and I'm looking down this entire list of 130-pounders, and you're not going to find Diego Corrales even anywhere in the top 25, but what are they doing? What is this? Com- is this computer out of its mind? He lost to Floyd Mayweather? I mean, that's that's basically all Diego Corrales lost to. Of course, he lost a fight later in his life, but at one point, Tom, I think Diego was the best fighter in 130 pounds, bar none. But for, for BoxRec to say that he's not one of the top 25 greatest 130-pounders of all time is a slap in the face to boxing and to boxing historians like myself because I'm going to tell you, this kid could rock. Before the residual effects of, of boxing and alcohol, and, of course, he had some issues prior to that, dropped a dragon the old lady down a flight of stairs and that kind of good stuff, and I got down on him about that. Of course, we were friends at one point in time, and the friendship sort of started with Wayne. I mean, when you drag your old lady down the stairs by, by the hair and you end up going to jail for it, you know, I'm going to call you on it. And I did call him on it. Of course, we did talk for a while when he got out to Sam. And after about six or eight months when he was free, we did talk and get together, and we were tight and then we sort of loosened up, and then he won the World Lightweight Championship back in uh, uh, Mashantucket, Connecticut, at the Foxwoods Casino, and I was there for that with my camera crew, and we celebrated that, no doubt about that, but that was the last of the, I guess, the, the truly great, great moments as far as victories are concerned for Diego Corrales. After that, of course, the couple of fights with Castillo, and then, of course, it was the, the, the traffic accident in Las Vegas, Nevada. Did he intentionally drive into the intersection 
on that motorcycle to kill himself? That's what a lot of people think. Bottom line is, Diego deserves recognition at 130 pounds. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcasting. Of course, this is the Saturday edition. We come to you Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday for an hour, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Sunday for two hours at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, that's 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And for my friends in Honolulu, Hawaii, I'm talking about Rock and Madeira. It's 8 a.m. in Honolulu, Hawaii. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, the Tower of Power lead singers have gotten together of late and put together a what is hip social distancing style. It's on YouTube. I've got it on my Facebook page. But Brent Carter puts it together. Of course, Brent did three albums with Tower of Power. And Tommy Bowes, the only white dude to ever sing lead for Tower of Power, that bad pound-for-pound dude. I mean, pound-for-pound, not too many badder dudes around than Tommy Bowes. Of course, he sung lead for Blood, Sweat, and Tears and a host of other groups as well. But the bottom line is... Uh, all they were all there. I mean, Ever, Lenny Williams didn't take part in this. He was busy, but I mean, uh, Mr. Uh, Hubert Tubbs was there, and of course, Rick Stevens had passed away. Rick did that wasn't running Rick's cars, but um, they were all there. Bottom line is, they had a great time, and at the end of the day, they did something for uh, you know, good thing. Everybody's everybody's locked away right now, so Tower of Power rock and rolling with their what is hip, uh, and Milo Castillo was involved as well. Back to what I was talking about before the break, and we're not going to bring in Socrates Palmer. Of course, Vox is PhD. He was scheduled for the segment, but they're having phone problems in the network. And as I said, I'm not in the network. I'm somewhere else in somewhere in Northern California in an undisclosed location. Um, actually, my bedroom, straight up broadcasting. It's sort of it's sort of weird. Everybody's broadcasting from from you know. I think Chris Cuomo was coming from his basement or something like that, and Joe Biden was coming from his basement. All these people are broadcasting from. All these different spots within their homes. Uh, bottom line is, you know, we're rocking and rolling here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And I love doing radio, and that's why I didn't want to do any tape shows. We could have done some tape shows, but that wasn't going to make it as far as I was concerned. Now, back to Diego Corrales. 40 and 5. Of course, um, stopped three times, 33 KOs. Let me go by his career. Of course, the last three fights he lost. He lost to Josh Quate, that was 154 pounds. Here's a guy, 149 pounds, a guy fighting at 130 pounds, moving up 20 pounds. That ain't happening. He lost to Joel Castamore at junior welterweight. He lost, of course, to Jose Luis Castillo in that second fight. That was a horrible fight, that fourth round kill. He shouldn't have been involved in that fight. Of course, that, that uh, was the fight after the May 7th, the Cinco de Mayo fight, of course, Cinco de Mayo weekend. In 2005, when he took on Jose Luis Castillo, it was 52-6 and six with a draw. Of course, Julio Cesar Chavez, former uh, sparring partner, and then the lightweight champion. That's what his claim to fame was, being Chavez's sparring partner. But the bottom line is, they went back and forth, and, and they were fighting. And, you know, Diego spit out his mouthpiece a couple times, and he was basically beaten, and the referee wouldn't let him quit. I think that's was the way it would It was Joe Cortez. I think Joe Cortez should just, just should, anyway, bottom line is, it didn't happen. And take the back, it was Tony Weeks. Joe Cortez refereed the second fight. Tony Weeks didn't stop the fight. I thought the fight should have been stopped. Anyway, eventually uh, he would win Diego Corrales with a TKO in 10 over Jose Luis Casillo. It was one of those brutal fights of all time. And you know, I was coming off of the Asselino Freitas winner that we had celebrated, of course, in, in uh, Foxwood Resort, of course, there in Washington. Freitas came in at 35 and the zip. It's just, I'm getting a little teary here right here because I'm thinking about Diego and how good times were and how bad times were. And yes, there were good times, there were bad times. But, you know, as far as a fighter's concerned, he was an amazing fighter. He just was pound for pound one of the better guys as far as boxing. I mean, his boxing skills, he was tall, he was rangy, he could punch, he could take a punch. That was his problem. He took a punch a little bit too well, of course, wasn't able to take that punch. One month after fighting uh, Clate, Joshua Clate, losing to him in 2007, he decided he was calling in. Bottom line is, long, long time, the world, uh, how can I put this? If you go back in time, 130 pounds was a, a, a cherished division. Of course, Arguello on top. But there were other guys, like Rolando Navarrete. I thought Rolando Navarrete was, pretty, Rolando Navarrete was a pretty good fighter. Of course, the Filipino, considered somewhat of an icon before Manny Pacquiao. Speaking of Manny Pacquiao, there's a guy looking for looking for this this epidemic, this pandemic to come to an end. Of course, he's building houses and doing all kinds of benevolent things over there 
in his native Philippines. Of course, he's a senator now. Of course, he wasn't able to run as a senator from his home city. He had to go to some little, like, village where his wife used to live or something like that. Sort of like he couldn't get elected in San Francisco, so he went to Coma, which is right outside of San Francisco. Of course, Coma is like Manila second here in the city by the bay. I kid you not. There are more Filipinos in Manila and Daly City than there are, I think, in Manila, no doubt about that. Pound for pound, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing, MMA. The Saudi Arabians, you know those guys with all the money down there, throwing money everywhere. They want to put on a fight in December between Anthony Joshua, of course, the 19, they get back to 19, 2012 Olympic gold medalist, of course, the once beaten fighter got knocked out by Andy Louise, or Auntie Louise, that's what we call him on the show. And speaking of Auntie Louise, I'll get to that in just a minute. Um, of course, Joshua wants to battle with Tyson Fury, of course, for the undisputed world heavyweight title. He wants to he wants to battle Fury, and of course, that will be a big, big fight, no matter where it was held, but I think that if they held that fight in the UK, if social distancing wasn't happening, it could draw like 100,000 people twice. I kid you not. They could draw like 200,000 people to that fight live if they were holding it in the UK, but they don't have an arena that big to hold it in the UK, and obviously with this social distancing thing, which is going to become the norm for a long time. I kid you not. I looked up the yeah, I studied the history of the 1918 uh, pandemic, of course, the Spanish flu in the Senate, how it started here in the States, and how um, guys in the military basically took it out. The U.S. military are the ones that took this disease all over the world. They went over to different continents and different countries. As they traveled, they took the virus with them. And, of course, that was the 1918 flu epidemic. And then, of course, well, let me get to that just for a second. When the, flu, when the flu was at its peak in 1918 and it died off, People said, you know, let's 1919, they were celebrating the end of World War One, so they went out in the streets and they celebrated, and then the virus came back because they were getting close together again. So the bottom line is the social distancing thing, it seems to be working. At least it worked in 1918, so let's try to make it work now. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, the MMA. Back to the world of MMA, of course, Dana White. Yeah, not my favorite guy. Everybody knows that. He ain't my favorite guy, but, you know, he's... He is what he is. I mean, he is the face, the man, the man, the guy that controls the world of the UFC. And right now, the UFC, of course, is the preeminent brand in the world of mixed martial arts. In fact, when Socrates Palmer, boxing's PhD, who we didn't get to today, uh, I wish we could have. But, of course, his his thing on the UFC is that um, it, isn't the US, it, it isn't the fighter, per se. It's the UFC. In other words, you could be heavyweight champion, but you're not a heavyweight champion of the world. You're heavyweight champion of the UFC. And that's the way they put it. You're heavyweight champion of the UFC. So, you know, the UFC is bigger than the fighter themselves. And that's not the way I think combat sports should be. Anyway, speaking of the UFC, coming back, of course, they would think they're going to come back May the 9th. They got a car scheduled, of course, for uh, for Florida, some workout arena they got down there in Jacksonville, Florida. Nice-looking little place as far as the outside is concerned. Of course, Tony Ferguson, the ex-lightweight champion, of course, is going to do battle in this um, non, I guess it's going to call it an interim title fight because the champion Khabib decided he wasn't going to come in for this fight. He couldn't train 100%, couldn't get himself together, so he decided he was pulling out. But Tony Ferguson, the nutcase that he is, of course, the guy that poured holy water on his wife. Now, I know, I know I get in trouble with women every time I say this, but there are some of you out there that probably deserve having holy water poured on them. But Tony Ferguson's wife was not one of them. Okay, so I'm giving her the pass here. She wasn't one of them, but Tony still poured uh, some holy water on her freak jar. I had her call the cops. Anyway, he's taking on Justin Gaith for a hundred in a five round bout, of course, for the 155 pound championship or a version of it. Because let's be honest, there is no 155 pounds in the world of mixed martial arts without that guy could be. And he's not really a 155 pounder per se because he weighs in at 155, and then he comes in the octagon about 175, and then you've got a 175 pound guy laying on you. This isn't boxing anymore. 
it's 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 listen. When a guy's got a weight advantage against you on boxing, sometimes you can sometimes you can offset it with speed and skill and guile. Okay, but when a guy's heavier than you in mixed martial arts, and the slob is laying over you like you know, looking like uh, on, uh gay gay. What what did Bob there call it? Look like gay sex. You know, they're rolling around on top of each other. Well, you've got a guy rolling on, around on top of you that's like twenty pounds heavier than you. I mean, come on, that's an incredible advantage, an incredible advantage. I told you before, size only matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. And right now, we're talking 155-pounders, and nobody can deal with Khabib coming in at that weight. So I was part of the UFC, and of course, I'm not part of the UFC. If I was talking about maybe the Athletic Commission in Nevada or somewhere, and Khabib was fight next time, I would try to put a cap on his weight, man. I would try to put a cap on his weight or make a weigh in the day of the fight or something like that because I don't think a guy should be able to have a 20-pound weight advantage. Remember when a guy had like an 8-pound weight advantage over me and I was wondering to myself, man, this doesn't feel good. I had 8-ounce gloves on, those tiny little gloves cracking this guy pretty good, but he wasn't taking it the way other guys took it. Why? He was carrying an extra weight, 8, 10 pounds. It matters in combat sports, I kid you not. You are doing Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing. And then, of course, the undercard of uh, Tony Ferguson and Justin Gates. Of course, that five-rounder is going to feature the world bantamweight champion, the world flyweight champion, and the world what bantamweight champion. My man, he's always looking for heavyweight money. I'm talking about Henry Cujudo, baby. Of course, he's the guy. I, just, I love everything about him. Taking on Dominic Cruz, the former champion. Uh, he, not good for Dominic. Dominic's skinny and thin, and Dominic used to have a good range as far as trying to box people and this and that, but Henry Cujudo's a different animal. I kid you not. He's beaten everybody there's 135 and 125 pounds, and I think pound for pound, he is the best fighter in the world of mixed martial arts, bar none. And I think he comes to us. I'm not sure. He might come to us out of Sacramento, California. Anyway, Francis is on the card, because the hardest puncher in the history of martial arts or mixed martial arts or combat sports or boxing or or the world. I mean, this guy hits harder than anybody I've ever seen in my life. If he hits you, it's all over. Of course, it's all about not getting hit when you fight this guy. But he's taking on that Jazzero Rosnick, of course, that kickboxer who's going to get lit up like the White House Christmas tree. I mean, Francis Ngannou, he should be arrested for a domestic violence even taking this fight. When you sign that contract, the authorities should have came in with handcuffs and said, man, you can't fight this guy. This is unfair. This is unfair. Anyway. Jasno, I feel sorry for you. You're going to get knocked out real quick. If you make the first round, it'll be a victory in itself. Bottom line is you ain't making the first round. Jeremy Stevens on the same card. Calvin Guitar on, uh, taking on Calvin Guitar. And Greg Hardy is going to take on Jorgen DiCastro. That is the main card, of course, for the UFC. And, of course, the prelims are going to be on ESPN with Donald Cerrone, the Cowboy, taking on Anthony Pettis, a former lightweight champion. So they're rocking and rolling. You think things are going to be great. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking in the world of boxing and MMA. Next up. We will feature two of my favorite guys. I'm talking about Muhammad Ali and Howard Cosell. Of course, got to spend a lot of time around Ali, or a lot of time percentage-wise compared to the rest of the world. But as far as Howard's concerned, I only got to talk to Howard on a couple, maybe three occasions. And, you know, I'm always the inquisitive type, and I'm bold, and I'm cocky, except when I'm sleeping. And I, I tried to, you know, hook it up with Howard at the, the Cal Palace. That didn't work. And I tried to talk to him one time in Las Vegas. That didn't work too well. So one time I did corner him in the airport. And although I was just a bit of a pest, so he couldn't get away from me. But the bottom line is, Howard is Howard. Next up, Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali out of the break on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Mr. Dana White, wherever you are, I have a hit list. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money.
Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. But I do want to bring on our first guest. He's uh, a magnificent young man. Nobody else has aroused so much passion during the decade of the 60s. I have known him almost from the beginning. He came to New York first as a brash, arrogant, obnoxious youngster. Nothing about him has changed. (laughs) Except for the palpable decline in his pugilistic skills because once he was a very great fighter, now he is a worn relic of the past, a faded hero of yesteryear, living off weak opponents at the moment, but still mouthing words that he can no longer employ the skills to back up. I've traveled the world with him. 
I've seen him alienate nation after nation with his braggadocio. And uh, he still proclaims to be that which he is no longer, the heavyweight champion of the world. So I am going to bring out in all of the futility that emblazons his current efforts, the former heavyweight champion of the world, Muhammad Ali. I sat back there. I sat back there. I sat back there and I listened to every word you said. Howard, every time you open your mouth, you should be arrested for air pollution. (laughs) You give me more trouble. You give me more trouble than my opponents. Now, like, I heard you were going to host the show, so I thought I would give you the honor of coming to talk with you. Now, what do you want to talk about? I'm going to talk with you, first of all, about the fact that you would still be in impoverished anonymity in this country if I hadn't made you famous. Now, listen. <laughs> listen. Now, he's awful serious. I mean, you, say, you told me you made Floyd Patterson popular, but you know yourself, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't really be who you are today. Because every time I fight, go to foreign countries, you would always be there. You never would have gotten to those countries if it wasn't me. And lately, you haven't been able to follow me because I understand your budget is much cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> what was it you told me? Don't make so much of that football guy, Dandy Don. We're still the number one act. Is that what you told me when you were in training for Frazier? When was that? When you came to the pool at the Americana Hotel and said, where's the white guy giving me all the trouble? <laughs> I'm a new Jewish. <laughs> I do want to find out about your recent antics. I want to know why uh, you continue to fight opponents who are obviously not qualified to meet you. Well, Howard, right now, you know, it's a good question. And I think this is why people like you and like to hear us, because you say what you feel, I say what I feel. You ask me questions that some don't like, many want to hear. And you don't pull no punches. So what, like, I'm fighting the best men that are around for me to fight. I'm giving them all a chance. I could just sit down and I would say, wait for Joe Frazier, but Mac Foster, who I just fought, was ranked number five in the top ten of the world. Here's a man who's been training all his life for the big time and probably never wouldn't have gotten the payday that he got if he hadn't fought me. Um, getting ready to fight, say, George Chevalo, Canadian, all Canada's behind him. I'm sure I'll beat him. But like he, of course he's, sure he's, having, he's having another shot at the title. And like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the boy you criticized. Uh, Buster Mathis. Yes, who was the one who fought Joe Frazier for his so-called title during my... Uh, Muhammad, we didn't criticize out. Mathis. We no. criticized you. Why you, you weren't think? in shape for the fight. Well, if I wasn't in shape for the fight, Mathis didn't say I wasn't in shape. You said that I was somebody said... Mathis, uh, he collapsed from fatigue. They, no, he collapsed. That was the 12th round. That was the 12th round. And all, you know, a lot of people are saying that I'm not in shape for my fights. But, like, how much more shape do I have to be in? I'm still unscratched. I'm prettier than you, and you're a sports announcer. I know I'm prettier than you. 
If you look at me and look at you, I look better than you, and you don't box. So what type of shape do I have to be in? I win all of my fights. The, 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 it's no, I would ask you this you question. Do me a favor. Stand me, up and take your jacket me, off. I want me, the public let me, to see that. Let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Just Go ask you a question. Let's pretend it's my show for one minute. All right. It's a disaster Would you say that when I fought, when I fought say, uh, all of the fellows that I've been fighting lately, would you say that they were in shape? Yeah, except for Mathis, he didn't look Mathis real good. Well, well, how did he go twelve rounds with me? Because you weren't doing anything. I wasn't you were slow-footed. The hand and foot speed there. gone. The trick. As you, your manager, Angelo if, Dundee, if your trainer sitting you, right there, told me I earlier. I don't know you, what we're going to do to get the lad serious. You, look, if, listen, look, Joe Frazier. I wasn't in shape when I fought Frazier. Many of them said I was off three years. But yet it was Joe Frazier who had to be under intensive care for one month. When I fought Mac Foster, I was 226. They say the heaviest of my career. Mac Foster the other day just got out of the hospital in Japan. They wouldn't let him leave the country. Everybody I'm fighting lately is ending up in the hospitals. I'm unscratched. I'm unmarked. I'm overweight. I'm fat. But yet I'm always winning. And what, what, if I get in shape, it would be a murder, wouldn't it? <laughs> As a matter of fact, your record for uh, knockouts, I mean one-punch knockouts, is absolutely non-existent. You lack the killer Only instinct. one time. You no longer have the hand in the only, foot speed. Only, only you're overweight. Fall. You're not serious about your profession. I'm and not a decision serious. is about to be made by Angelo Dundee no longer to handle you. Is that right, Angelo? <laughs> now, why would you? Is this true, Angelo? Why would you? He's trying to cause dissension. I'm on him, and he's trying to put me on Angelo. But let me What's tell your you evaluation of the men Frazier's fighting? Terry well, Daniels, well, Frazier, Ron Stanley. I think Frazier's in a position where, like, when you're the champion, uh, like he is, you have to fight uh, anybody, but you have to be paid for it. And the college boys just fought uh, Terry Daniels. Somebody put up the money, which was sufficient, and uh, who's he fighting the next fight? I, I Ron Stander, Ron a Stander. heralded pugilist from Omaha, Nebraska. Yes, but somebody thinks enough of it to put up probably a quarter of a million dollars. So who are we to complain when somebody thinks enough of him to put up a quarter of a million dollars? And Frazier would be out of his mind if he didn't take it because he's in it for a living. He's got a big family. All so right, I can't fin final question because then I want to go to the audience for questions. You think Frazier is ducking you on the rematch? You guys can't fight again unless you well, fight the Jack really, Cook, and he I, wants it in yes, September. I think he is. I think he's ducking because, like, I'm uh, busy. Frazier, like, I have seven more fights lined up in various countries, including Russia, of all places, if Frazier don't fight. But I think that Frazier's still recuperating from the physical punishment he took as quiet as his kept. And I think that they're picking opponents for him. They can't really hit him on, in his head too hard because uh, the two fellas he's fighting, I think if I fought them, I'd be running out of the country. I wouldn't fight them. But at least the fellas I'm fighting are much better, but you at least heard of George Chevallo. You heard of James Ellis. You heard of Buster Mathis. You heard of Jurgen Blinn. So what I'm going to say, Mac Foster. Jurgen Blinn. Hair I think cheesecake. I think that as soon as, I think as soon as, uh, I think as soon as uh, Frazier really, Cooperates. He knows where my manager is. His manager knows how to contact me. And as soon as they are physically in shape, I think they'll be ready. All right, these folks, I would think, would want to ask you some questions. And we're going to give them the opportunity to ask us both questions. We'll be back right after these. <laughs> 
I think maybe you're about to face some people who'll prove tougher than Frazier for you, Mohammed. You up to the challenge? No, these, I'm ready. These are all my people. They, uh, you know, they recognize who the real champion is. <laughs> all right, let's begin. We'll call upon you as you raise your hands. Let's begin with this lady in the blue dress right there. Since uh, you are vocal and uh, you are a philosopher, do you have any political ambition? No, I don't. I don't have no political ambitions. No, I don't. I don't control it. I don't write the books. And the problems that I'm confronting with politics uh, have played no part in them. That gentleman back there. Do you think you would have won the Frazier fight had you not messed around in the 7th and 8th rounds? I think I played around for four or five rounds that I shouldn't uh, have, and I lost the 11th round. He shook me up completely. And the 15th round, he didn't shake me up like the 11th round, but he knocked me down. And I was right up at the count of three, but you lose a round when you're knocked down. So I know at least six rounds that I lost, but I think I won nine. I think that if the fight was judged round by round, punch by punch, and compared to the physical damage done to both fighters, it wouldn't have been no doubt that I've won. But since the tax situation being like it is, it ain't really bad that we get two chances. <laughs> <laughs> this gentleman right here. Have you ever had any regrets about not going into the Army? Not really, no. Mr. Cosell, I'd like to know what your name is really like. What Joe Namath is really on? He's a sensitive young man, very bright, who's got a great deal of charisma. He and the gentleman to my right are the two great name stars of their time. They fill a room by their very presence. He's also a swinger, and he likes young women who look like you. <laughs> this young lady right here. Hold on till we get that oh. over there. Uh, have you ever been an athlete? Shh. Have I ever been an athlete? <laughs> Depends upon the form, dear. But I was, uh, I was all Eastern Parkway in Brooklyn in stickball for seven years. <laughs> Were you ever in top physical condition, though? Can you judge So how him? can you say he wasn't in Was I ever in top physical condition? <laughs> Let me We're tell you something. <laughs> In May of 1966, when Ali was about to go against Henry Cooper for the second time and was in training over there, I trained Cooper in the Thomas Beckett gym bar. That's what it really was, a British pub up on the second floor. Cooper's manager, Jimmy Wick, saw me work out and said, you should fight Ali, not my man. He was right. Um, Mr. Cosell. Um, I'd like to know if you think that the Heisman Trophy, as it stands now, being always given to someone in the offensive backfield, is turning into a farce the way they gave it after Pat Sullivan. I trust myself in that regard at the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga branch, some months ago. Heisman Trophy is a farce for many reasons. It's voted upon by a massive number of sports writers who, in most cases, haven't even seen the players play for whom they're voting. That's item number one. Item number two is that backs can't be compared with defensive linemen. There is no yardstick for measurement. Differences of position require different skills. Item number three, no player from a black college has ever gotten a single vote for the Heisman Trophy. Look at the roster of professional football. Leroy Kelly, Morgan State, 
Willie Davis, the great Green Bay end, number 87 of the past from Grambling. Buck Buchanan from Grambling. How in the world do you have anything with meaning when players like these have never even gotten a single vote? I think it's a farce. This gentleman in the striped shirt. Uh, Mohammed, is uh, Howard really your friend? <laughs> is Howard my friend? Yeah, is he really Next your friend? Next question. Of- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Should we tell him Howard the truth? Cosell. Howard Cosell is a man of his profession, and he's tops <coughs> in the business. And same with me and mine. And he's independent, I'm independent. He don't need me, and I don't need him. He speaks his piece, I speak mine. He respects me, I respect him. But I can't say he's my friend. <laughs> how, how long would he last in the ring with you? How long would he last? You mean how hard would the blow have to be? <laughs> Listen, Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell, is, he's a good man with his brains. He's not a fighter. And in the long run, he proves to be more successful than most fighters. He uses his brains. Do you think there should be a gate in the ring for him to run out in case, you know what I mean, an escape route when he no, fights you? No, he's, he's, he's one of the best men in the sport announcing field, and I miss him when he's not at ringside promoting my fights because he and I makes a good team. But one day I promise to slap him. <laughs> the gentleman in the rear row. I'd like to address a question to you, if I may. Did you enjoy the banquet we attended together in Columbus, Ohio, in January, just the past January. Very much. I'd like to say publicly, I think the best annual football banquet in the country is the one conducted by the Columbus Touchdown Club. You mean the one that Dandy Don and Humble Howard both MC? The one we just attended in January. I'd like to ask one of Muhammad. The fact, no matter what they say, Muhammad, I still think you're a champion. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. About to wrap up the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, coming to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211. We come back with a Sunday edition, two hours, same time, 11 a.m. Pacific time, for two hours tomorrow, Sunday. Sunday edition will feature the Godfather, retired HBO Godfather, Larry Merchant will be in the house. No doubt about that. Tomorrow's going to rock 11 a.m. Pacific time on many of these same stations. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition. Want to mention this real quick. Um, I feed a homeless guy in San Francisco, not too far from our studios, right around the corner from our studios. And because of the virus going around, you know, they used to have like re- uh, reach out programs for the homeless guys would come out and they'd, you know, be able to shave and do things like that once in a while. Well, I'm watching a guy die right in front of me. What am I trying to tell you? Reach out to the homeless. They're hungry. Feed them if you can. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. As far as the 130 pounders, like I was concerned, talking about, of course, Diego Crowles being pound for pound, one of the best ever of all time. He the guy Asselino Freitas is number two at 130 pounds. Of course, when Diego knocked him out, it was 135 pounds, but still, he's ranked at 130. He ranked at 135. Bottom line is Corrales got screwed there. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. The executive producer, the one, the only, the incomparable, the incomparable Mr. Scott Cuddy. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide.